Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, Nick and I sit down with Dr. Cowan. He's a naturopathic doctor who both of us have worked with. I work with him regularly. He helps me out with a bunch of his stuff. Nick and I chat with him about our gut health, mental performance, um, just everyday supplements that we should be taking, hormone levels. We go through it all. Recovery. I kind of drill him on recovery a little bit because that's something I'm always trying to work on. Sleep levels, HRV, the whole bit. He's a great guy. He works with everyday Canadians all around the province here and he also works with elite level athletes as well i'm trying to get get him i'm stuttering over my words i'm trying to get him to work with the toronto maple leafs because i really want to get them a competitive advantage to win the stanley cup and i know he works with some other nhl teams that we can't mention um but i'm really trying to get him in with the toronto maple leafs so he can optimize their performance it's my own little way to help us Leaf fans win the Stanley Cup, but I'm, I'm, I'm going way off base here. So uh, anyway, he's a really good guy. We could sit down and talk with him for hours. I feel like I could just pepper with him, him with questions forever. So if you're working on your own physical performance, mental performance, trying to improve your recovery and your sleep, he's somebody you definitely want to listen to. All around fantastic guy, great information. Before we get started on this episode, I just want to mention that if you are looking for any sort of real estate investing information, you can check out our, our YouTube videos on YouTube at www.youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. So all our YouTube video content is out there. It's available at www.youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. If you go there, you hit the big subscribe button, you'll get notifications of every, every time we release an, uh, a video. I think the latest one out there is me rambling on and on about debt levels and the, and the debt super cycle here and why we need to be attention, uh, paying attention to central bank digital currencies. So that's the latest one out there right now. Depending on when you listen to this, that could change obviously, but that's available on YouTube at rocks. Uh, sorry, at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. That's enough for the intro with that. Let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. We are live with Dr. Cowan and Nicholas Alexander Carazza. And Nick, yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Well, the joke I was going to do is not going to work now, so I have to say yes. Yeah, yeah. Because you've had four false starts. Yeah, trying this to make is our work. fourth. For, uh, yeah, this is our fourth false start. But I really couldn't hear Nick, so we need. We actually needed to start over. But uh, Dr. Cowan, thanks for being here. And uh, what? Which you can't say say names, but are you helping an MMA fighter dominate the world right now? Are you still working with MMA fighters? Yeah, U a, UFC be. fighters. Yeah, yeah. So There's you're a bunch of them. come closer to the mic. Come for closer. Me. Okay. So the the, uh, the in that world before we go down some of the cognitive cognitive performance stuff in that world, what are the, what what are, what's what are they coming to you for? Just endurance, overall op performance. Yeah, overall performance. So like peak energy, peak mental alertness, recovery. Recovery's um, got to be a big one. Yeah, I can't imagine what those guys do on a regular basis. Yeah, recovery is a huge one. Um, nutrition, weight cutting, uh, leaning out, improving strength, improving like um, actual sports performance, um, all those things. I, I just had a, a discussion about recovery because the CrossFit Games were last weekend. I don't know if you looked at any of them. I kind of did not a little the same, bit, right? yeah. But what those people do to their body in a three-day period, I, to be able to even function after one day, to function the second day, then to function the third day, and the last workout 
was um, what was it? A hundred pistols? No, two hundred pistols. It was a hundred handstand push-ups, two hundred pistols, three hundred pull-ups, and then a two-mile run a mile before. Three hundred pull-ups with a vest on. Yeah, three hundred straight. And that was the last workout of the three days. I don't days. care if you're kipping or not kipping. Three hundred yeah. pull-ups. And I was just thinking, I'm like, how can they recover from the two day? Like, what kind of recovery practices do these guys have? And I know they're all in very good shape. I and, thought you were going to say, I know they're all on steroids. Well, and I was going to say, I was just going to add that in. And some of them are probably on steroids, right? But, um, but I've just, I, I, and that's what makes me think. I'm like, you got to be on something because how can you re- your body go through that much? And recover on a regular basis. And, and I'm sure they're beat up by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But just to be able to function after three days and do that type of workout. Yeah, I would say most of the pro athletes, it's not, uh, well, well, some are overtrained, but usually it's under-recovered. And that's why we use a lot of analytics to measure that. You know, we talk about HRV, we look at blood markers, we look at hormone levels, we look at everything to see like how well you're actually recovering. And then like beyond 48 hours of muscle soreness, like you're not recovered. You know, so what do you do? So it's beyond 48 hours. Yeah. So if you have like delayed onset muscle soreness, it'll last for up to 48 hours. So if you did a CrossFit workout yeah. now, you could have soreness up to 48 hours. If it goes past that, then you're not recovered enough to kind of go again, Got it. which is a problem, right? Because most of our, especially our UFC fighters are training, you know, two to three times a day. One so, day off a week, you know, six days a week. So what what kind of thing are what like what kind of things do they do or change? You know, like what what type of thing do you see them have to do to be able to continue that pace up? Because that that's not easy. Yeah, I mean, we always start with the basics. I mean, obviously, nutrition, uh, replenishing your body with carbs, proper sleep, deep sleep. You know, things like that are are sort of like foundational pieces that a lot of athletes when they come to us haven't done that. Most people haven't done that. They just sort of work out and think, you know, I'm going to be fine the next day. You can beat your health, like the, your body up that much and just like eat good and sleep a little bit better. And then you're, you're going to be able to keep doing it. It just seems like a lot, like the volume just seems a lot to me. Yeah. And then obviously you want to get like some manual treatment, some physical treatment, probably like massage therapy, something like that. And then even like, um, um, cryotherapy, cold immersion, things like that to get okay, rid of yeah. inflammation. So it's just a combination of everything. And if yeah. you're doing it full time, you can spend hours a day on recovery for sure you, know, you can take a nap and then you can spend more time doing all that type of stuff as well so, so you're remotely checking their hrv levels mm-hmm. and yeah. then so their hrv so the heart rate variability comes in at a poor score and you're advising them just take a take an active recovery day take a rest day that kind of thing well that but plus we can also improve hrv you know you can do like sensory deprivation you can do deep breathing exercises to kind of get your nervous system to calm down HRV is like a marker of how strained your nervous system is. So you can reset that. There's a couple evidence-based ways. Those are the two main ones. Um, and then we're looking at deep sleep percentage. Sensory deprivation. That's yeah. like you say locking them in a box. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, like float float tank. Got it. And they have them all over now. But the float tanks, um, they fill it with magnesium and, and water. You basically float for an hour with... Have you, you know, done this? I yeah. still have never done this. Yeah, it's awesome. Nick, we got to yeah. try this. Yeah, you got to try it. Charles had a float tank place. I don't know if it's still open. I think it was one that guy sent me actually a gift card because he came to one of our events. In the and, era and like of COVID, a year are we ago, doing these? A year ago, and I haven't used it. It's still in my inbox. I think somewhere buried in the inbox I saw. And because yeah. I, I told myself I would, and I just never made time to do it. Yeah, yeah. You can try it and then watch your HRV scores because you can see them improve. But uh, we've done that with our Olympic athletes, with our NHL guys, and we can see that change. Even for people who are just like high performers like you guys, working hard, pushing yourselves every day. Um, I just had someone yesterday who I said, you should go in the float tank once a week. She's like an executive. 
And she's just stressed. Why? Because because the flow tank, you're noticing a change in HRV immediately afterwards or next day. Yeah, like quick. Yeah, really quick. Because your whole nervous system's relaxed. It's like getting um, super deep sleep all in one hour. Really? Look you know? at Tom, man. Yeah, yeah, he's like sold. Jam, yeah. He's sold. And in yeah, two months, he's going to yeah. be, he's going to be preaching it to everyone. I yeah, got yeah. a season's pass at <laughs> the float yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. We you can get those. And I have no affiliation to them anyway, but just looking at the evidence and seeing what we've seen with our patient base, um, yeah. Float tanks the good, reason good I'm interested in that is just, I noticed myself, my HRV struggle, I struggled to, I guess my nervous system is just too active or yeah. whatever. And if I ate after whatever the advice, the last advice you told me was 8 PM. Then I think we tried 7:30, and yeah. just the, the earlier I moved it up, it seemed to help my HRV and I felt better the next day. Yeah. So anything I can do to help my HRV, I know the next day it's, it's better. Yeah. And that's because of the cooling thing. I think we talked about it last time. So if you're eating too late, all the foods in your in your digestive tract, the blood goes there, keeps your core temperature high. So when you go to sleep, your core temperature is supposed to drop really low so you can get deep sleep. So we, we see huge fluctuations on deep sleep percentage. Like you want to aim for 20% deep sleep to know you're getting like a full recharge. But we'll see, um, actually we have a, a CrossFit guy who's pretty high up there. Um, he was having trouble on his HRV scores and not getting deep sleep pulled his food back a little earlier and then we were hitting 22%, 25%, 28% deep sleep regularly and then that would translate into much better recovery, much what, less soreness. What are you what are you using for the like remotely for these HRV scores that the uh, readings that you're getting from these guys are you using like a whoop band or aura yeah, band or yeah. combo? Yeah, you, you anything, that, whatever they okay, have. Anything. Yeah. Okay. Aura band. You have that other app that you're using where you yeah. put your finger on the phone's camera. Yes, yes. Really? You see that one? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. It works. Yeah, it does work. Yeah, it's been uh, it was created by a PhD in Italy. Uh, we've been using that for a little while. But if guys already have or girls already have an Aura Ring or a Whoop Band or an, even an Apple Watch, will give you enough analytics. The, the, yeah, does it do HRV now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the new one because I yeah. remember it came out with more stuff. Okay, I yeah. didn't realize it does it HRV did. and it does um um does all those metrics. Deep sleep percentage breaks down the the. And you light think the Apple Watch does HRV accurately? Um, I don't know why I've dismissed it. You can it put your yeah. damn finger on the phone. You no, know? No, yeah. no, I know. I just thought compared to the Aura Ring and the Whoop Band, which to me are seem much more advanced pieces of technology yeah, in that regard, right. I thought yeah. the Apple Watch was a little weak. Yeah. I mean, the Whoop Band's on the wrist too. I mean, I haven't seen any any data on like which one's more accurate or not, but we'll kind of match it up to the individual and see if that matches their picture. And then if we change things, we can track the changes. Like we can monitor all those improvements. Um, in terms of how they feel, how they perform, how they recover. Um, and hormones are a big part of that too. So if your hormones are really depleted, it doesn't matter what you're doing nutritionally or whatever else, you're not going to get that maximum amount of recovery. And then the foods you're eating, If and I know we've talked about this before, but if you're eating a lot of foods that are uh, reactive or inflammatory for you, your baseline of inflammation is much higher. Then you go and train and your inflammation is even higher. So you've got to come all the way down to then recover. That base so, has been the biggest difference for me when you helped me out with the food. That has been the biggest difference. Yeah. But on, on that HRV stuff, I, I've noticed, yeah, sleep and food. I've never really thought too much about sensor, sensory deprivation, like a float tank or even just kind of turning off everything before bed for like an hour. Not really yeah. good at that. Yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard one to do. But um, the reason why that's effective is because you're not getting the cortisol from the blue light to your eyes. That tells your brain to be awake and it blocks your sleep pathways. So anyone who's a high performer that we have, like... I've never really believed that one. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just discounted that one. Yeah. I just found that, I, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't do it enough or measure it enough. Because I was wearing the Whoop Band for a year. 
but I never really tested that thoroughly enough. Yeah. Like closing down the computer a full 90 minutes, let's say, or even two hours before bed to see if it makes a difference. Yeah. Th- yeah. That I just, I don't know. I should have tested that. more. It is good to leave one variable. Like I like to do that. I'll kind of keep everything the same, change one variable and you can see the difference and then change one other one you can see because individuals respond differently, right? Like we have different plans and kind of game plans for everyone depending on the person, but um, that would definitely help because you're not going to get the blue light stimulation in the eyes or you can wear those blue light blocking glasses to block the blue light. Do you have to get expensive ones for no, those? My, no, you don't. my daughter bought a pair for herself. I don't know why she yeah. figured this out. She's like, I really need to get these. Um, can I get them? And yeah. I think they were like, I don't know, 19 bucks. Yeah, they're not expensive. Okay. And those yeah. are good. Yeah. Cause she's been wearing them at night. I'm like, what is she doing? Okay. Yeah. But she's yeah. more advanced than I am. The other thing is that Nick got me that really helped was that chili pad bringing down my temperature. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. That really helped. So yeah. putting that under the mattress or just under your sheet and it runs yeah. that little stream of water yes. that cools you. Yeah. That one was really good. Yeah. And that cools your temperature. So you get deep sleep. But yeah, we have um, a lot of our pro hockey guys. A lot of our NHL guys will travel with the chili pad. They'll bring it with them. Really? Yeah. And then uh, a lot of our business uh, guys who were traveling before COVID, if they had to be sharp for the next day, we'd get deep sleep on the chili pad. They'd go and do their meetings, fly back. The next day. Or wow, whatever. I'm shocked. There must be a different version of that chili pad too, because some of it's them have a, it's big a setup. Pumps. Yeah. Yeah. Does alcohol keep your body temperature higher? It does, and it also messes your REM sleep up. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm just curious because I, 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 I think I, w- I woke up. I wasn't drinking a lot, but I think I had a few drinks and I was hammered. No, was, I was no. hammered and I woke up. Yeah, yeah, I was wasted. I, <laughs> I was stumbled so warm. into the. <laughs> took all my, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I was sleeping on the tiles next to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I got a question. <laughs> when I'm hunched over the toilet <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm throwing up, is this good? Is that a sign that my <laughs> yeah. HRV is going to be off in the morning? <laughs> so no. <laughs> when I'm praying to God that I will never do yeah, this again. I promise. Remember when you're young and you yeah. just drink too much? You're like, yes, you promise to God. You're like, I, I don't know if I fully believe in God or not, oh but God, God, if you're out there, I yeah. promise to you. I will if you never help again. me through this. Yeah. I, will never I remember being like, young and like you know the the room starts spinning. You're like, oh man, yeah. are you kidding me? This is really going to happen to me right now. Yeah. But uh, no, but I had it. I had a few drinks, a few glasses of wine or something, and I just I couldn't get a good night's sleep. And I, I know that's typically alcohol, but I I did specifically that time. I remember just waking up warm, and I'm like, oh, it's funny. Like it's the it's the heat I think that's waking up my body right now and keeping me preventing me from getting asleep. I just wasn't sure if alcohol, if that's just me making that up or if alcohol actually keeps your body temperature a little bit warmer, which is, is one of the reasons that it's going to impact your sleep. Yeah, a little bit of both. And that's the same reason why women who have uh, hot flashes are waking in the night because they're so warm. They're just waking up. They can't get to deep sleep. They're just waking up constantly. Got it. I should try that chili pad too. Sure. Yeah, no, the chili, pad, the chili pad's great. Okay, on the mental performance side, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions and then we, we can get into what you're doing. But uh, a guy on our team here, Anthony, he swears by, L- I'm just reading it looks off like here. a bag of Coke. Yeah, it does look <laughs> like a bag of Coke. Uh, it's, he swears by L-theanine that yeah. he puts in his coffee. Yeah. And I don't know why I haven't played with this one more because I've read about it for years. So mm-hmm. what's the deal? What's happening with this thing? And this is what you put into coffee? Yeah, can I see that? Yeah, yeah. Straight from Mexican yeah. cartels. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know where he got that bag. Yeah. Maybe that is a bag of coke. Well, with that type of label, <laughs> on, that type of label that, says, that says sample, you're like, yeah. what the hell is this? You try it, uh, Dr. Really, Cowan, you try it. Let us know yeah, what you think. You looked yeah. very <laughs> suspiciously at that package. Yeah. I'm going to tell Anthony. No, L-theanine is a good hack because... It's basically um, an extract out of green tea, but it calms your brain waves down. So it'll calm your brain, but it's not a sedative. Just calms you down, but keeps you focused. So if you combine that, um, we may have told Anthony this before. 
because um, we promote this a lot with our patients. If okay. they have to do presentations or business meetings, and they have to be really sharp. So if you pair the L-theanine with caffeine, caffeine will give you that energy and mental energy, and the theanine will calm you down so you don't feel jittery. Yeah, you'll get the clarity. It's just like pure focus. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's like a little hack. How much do you mix? And can I mix that into what a little espresso? That's what I was looking at because it says twenty five grams, but it doesn't tell you how much per like scoop. Scoop. Yeah. Usually you would need. <laughs> Who knows what yeah. he's pouring yeah. into his coffee? <laughs> Usually we would have our patients taking it in tablet form, so it's like controlled oh, dosage. Really? Yeah, so it's like a chewable. But it would be like a hundred milligrams or maybe two hundred milligrams with like an, a shot of espresso or something. Okay. And that that combination really gets you like laser focused. And um, you know, I'm so sensitive with my digestive tract. Mm-hmm. That won't mess me up there. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that one I want to try. So I'm going to bug you then for what the, the brand you recommend and stuff. Yeah. I don't want to take his, uh, his, yeah, looking co- at that, co- I wouldn't take his coke laden. <laughs> okay. So that's giving me that. And then I have a question for you mm-hmm. on, uh, MCT oil in a second, but this one that I've been monkeying around with, I don't know if you're coming up with a product like this or not, but these mm-hmm. ingredients, particularly the CoQ10 mm-hmm. and PQQ, mixed in with some caprylic acid so what's caprylic acid just like a coconut oil yeah, or just yeah. oil um yep. but the coq10 and pqq sometimes i take those two ingredients and the clarity i get is ridiculous mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to mix well with coffee whenever i take it close to taking coffee i don't get the same effect but if i take it on a somewhat empty stomach so there's not, I don't know if my body's not processing a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. This stuff, these two ingredients give me an insane amount of mental clarity. Like so much so that once I think I took too many, because I think it tells, it tells you to take two max a day. And I took six before a training class just to see what would happen. And I was starting to see, this is going to sound, I know how ridiculous this is going to sound. I was starting to see my words in my brain before I was speaking them. Starting to see sounds? No, I swear. It was the weirdest thing. I was seeing words and I feel like I was processing at two different times. I was mm-hmm. I was seeing the words and then I was speaking, but I could actually consciously control them both. Okay. I know that sounds ridiculous, yeah, I but I felt in complete control. You're in the zone. I know. I never got that after that one time. I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to take see that? six again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Let's uh, see what he says about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I probably shouldn't have taken so many of them. But, uh, but that does seem to work pretty regular on me. How was that on your stomach? That, that many ampules? I don't, I, I don't remember. Was that tough? Is that yeah, tough? Cause this is coconut oil. It's like MCT. I thought you were about to say Coke again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know um, what though? I can take an incredible amount of MCT oil. doesn't bother Nick, We were at a conference once and there was this one supplier giving out a concentrated coconut oil. And mm-hmm. they're like, listen, do not take this whole capsule. You're going to be running to the washroom. I'm like, you don't know who you're messing with. I downed the whole thing. Yeah. Nothing. Wow. I, I don't know what it is with me. I can take it. Yeah, so this guy is a combination. So CoQ10 gives your cells energy. This is like a mitochondrial type of product. Yeah, exactly. I think that's yeah. how it's advertised. Yeah, so sure. it's giving you all your cells energy. So you're going to feel you know, energized in every way. And then the caprylic acid is the coconut extract. So um, that's giving you like ketones. So ketones are like brain energy. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if you get into a, if you're doing intermittent fasting and you get past, you know, 16 hours, your body starts to you know, the stuff, it starts to pull body fat from you, break it in your liver and create ketones that go to your brain. And ketones are like brain energy. So this combination would work well. Um, there's also some... So you think that's a decent product? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I've had people have no response on PQQ. Just don't feel any difference. CoQ10 usually has an effect because it's going to give you all your cells energy. So you're going to feel like energized in some way. And MCT works well if you're... I would say if your nutrition's really good and matches it, I've seen MCT work better. 
Let's say that. Okay, because I'm gonna ask you a question on MCT uh -huh. in a second. But that type of product, those ingredients, can you just stimulate your mito mitochondria too much? Like, let's say you take those every day. Because I find what happens with me, I'll take it for a couple months and then just naturally I'll stop taking it for like six months. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, can you take that kind of stuff regularly or is that just too much? Yeah, anything that's like brain boosting, you kind of want to use it when you need to. Like think of it as like a like a strategy. Use it for a certain thing and then come off it for a little while. There's not there's not really any evidence saying it's it's gonna be it's gonna do something specific. But um, just my own thoughts on that. You kind of want to use it when you need to use it and then come away from it. Um, but there's another really cool nutrient. I don't know if you've heard of alpha GPC. Have you guys heard of that? No. So it basically stimulates something called acetylcholine in your brain, and alpha GPC gets through the blood-brain barrier, so it actually gets to your brain, but it uses choline to make acetylcholine, so it increases acetylcholine, so it gives you massive focus for long periods of time. And this stuff's okay? Yeah, alpha GPC is another. These are all called like nootropics, like brain-boosting substances, like it's like a class of types of things, and some of them are pharmaceutical, some of them are natural. Um, yeah, alpha GPC is, is a really good one too. And then you could combine that with uh, ginkgo, ginkgo biloba, which... Um, now this just sounds yeah, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ginkgo. heard of that? Ginkgo? No. no. I remember just buying ginseng. For some reason, I got a flash. Remember those little ginseng capsules? Yeah, yeah. I used to take them before soccer, yeah, ginseng yeah, totally. capsules and hockey. Yeah. But uh, no, not heard of ginkgo. So ginkgo keeps the acetylcholine. It doesn't allow it to break down. So it keeps you in that like super focused state longer. And you think this stuff's okay? It is okay. And again, it, you'd want to do it in sort of when you need it. Like if you're sitting down to write a paper or you're doing a presentation or you're, you know, something where you want to have massive focus, writing a book or something like that. And then you'd want to come off it for Are a few days. Are you selling that stuff yet? We aren't, but we're looking at making a, a formula like that because um, the research is really amazing on it. They're actually using it in Europe, alpha GPC for dementia, cognitive decline with tremendous results really um, yeah they're seeing results like clinically but then also just in the trials like in the research trials so alpha gpc is legit for sure um and then when you combine it with a ginkgo it allows it to work longer so it can stay active longer but again you don't want to do it all the time and then it has a, a ton of performance benefits too like physical performance benefits that are just kind of a side bonus like you could use that pre-workout for example why because then nick's going to lift more weight if he uses this yeah. or he has more endurance is it both, an endurance yeah. thing yeah both so yeah so why is he going to lift more weights because it, it affects his nervous system yeah so there's yeah so it improves physical performance for sure and then the mental side too so you just have more focus and you can okay so you have more mm -hmm. focus got mm -hmm. it and then it's, it's giving him more cellular energy and that's why he might have a better workout not really so the gpc is working more on that acetylcholine thing which yeah. is like a, a brain chemical like you know like dopamine and serotonin and all those types of neurotransmitters it's working on that angle whereas the one you're asking about here this is more like mitochondria Okay, got it. So that's at the cellular level. Yeah. So what you're talking about is is not the. Yeah. It's different. You? Different. Yeah. Okay. This is this is like um, it even says actually on here power up on a cellular level. Yeah, got it. Yeah. So mitochondria are like the powerhouses of your cells. So they convert food into energy. If you remember back from like high school biology or whatever. Mm -hmm. I do remember coloring yeah. them with pencil yeah. crayons. Yeah, they look like kidney bean shaped yeah. things. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I if hate, you, I hated doing all that. Yeah. yeah. So mitochondria are really good for metabolism and energy because they're converting food into energy more efficiently so if you improve mitochondria function you'll have more energy be able to stay leaner better metabolism isn't okay. uh, here's what i'm curious about from mm -hmm. the people that you see so athletes are, are one thing because they're 
you know, when you're operating at that level, you, that extra 5%, 10%, whatever it is that's going to give you, that mm-hmm. makes a difference in mm-hmm. that world, right? Yeah. So for the average person that comes in, because for a while, I mean, maybe it's probably still popular. I haven't heard of it. But, you know, the biohacking term was mm-hmm. really popular. And, you know, for, for a lot of this stuff, for so many people, I'm curious what the people that you see, they are looking at that as the shortcut. They're like, oh, well, I should be playing with that. Instead of just, you know, and I'm, I'm like a, I'm a caveman. Okay, so I'm, I'm caveman. I'm like just a bull. I just get up. I do what I got to do. I, I just try to eat well and I don't sleep enough. I should sleep more. But, you know, I try to get relatively good sleep. And all this stuff is like a, like not, not a load of crap. Like it works, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if you're not doing that, then all this stuff is like useless anyways, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah, you want to have a good foundation, obviously. The fr- and I think mm-hmm. that's what frustrates people with this. They just want to take this as a shortcut. Because yeah. I think if you fix your sleep first and you eat well, you're going to get like 95% mm-hmm. of all these gains. This is the last mile. Yeah. Kind I just of think thing. people, most people won't even make it to that point because they, they're going to feel so good from fixing the other stuff that. Agreed. But I remember feeling frustrated when I would read a book on biohacking and it would say, hey, you can take this CoQ10 stuff. It'll do this, this, and this. But don't take it if you haven't fixed your sleep or fixed yeah, your diet yeah. yet and feeling like, oh, this is bullshit. I just want to yeah. take this stuff and get the benefit now. I want the cheat. Yeah, the easy yeah. But now Everyone I finally realized it's sleep digestive system the whole bit before getting to this and that's what our whole team our whole approach is based on that like build a solid foundation and these would be like the optimization tweaks these are the toys at the end it would help at the end or or if you need some like if you really have something pressing to do business-wise maybe you need to be using something like you know the alpha gpc or something for that purpose but you still got to fix the underlying pieces for the long the long haul right agreed the other thing for um I want to tell you about the mitochondria. There's a certain type of B12 that's really good for quick energy. Um, it's called a Dinosil B12. Jesus people Christ, don't, you're people don't have to come and live by yeah. at my house. How Pe- am I gonna? How am I gonna take all this stuff? Yeah. I don't understand what to take. What? Well, people <laughs> Sometimes are looking Carol's for. Sometimes asking me like, "What yeah. are you taking now?" I'm like, "Actually, you know what? Let's not talk about it. I'm just taking this stuff, and we'll see what happens." That's why I don't do it. It's too much work. <laughs> it's a lot of work figuring yeah. this stuff out. <laughs> and that's the thing too. We don't want to see people taking 25 things. And if you look online, <laughs> you can see all this stuff, but. Um, you want to be using the things that are going to work for work well for you for that particular reason. Tom, yeah. you were drinking those little capsules for, like candy. He's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna have another one of these. Oh yeah, it feels Which, feels good. This stuff is that what these yeah, are? Yeah, 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 yeah you're that's just what drinking those, are. those things. You know are. why? Because I like testing them all out and seeing yeah. what works. And then now I've eliminated because at one point I think I had Mike Mike Desormo on our team. We him and I were yeah. laughing. At one point I think we had fifty to sixty bottles of different stuff that we were trying. Oh, I saw a yeah. picture of Mike's yeah. of Mike's yeah. little closet. Yeah. And we were adding home up how much we had spent on all this stuff. But yeah. the reason that we were both testing it is that I liked seeing what works. Yeah. And now I've eliminated it all. And the last two standing are that the CoQ10 mm-hmm. and the, that one. I, I really do feel a benefit. So I don't have anything else. And the MCT oil. I yeah. find this one's more like a like a sledgehammer. It's like I can take it any time. See, on that one, on the CoQ10 and PQQ product, uh-huh. that cellular energy stuff, I feel like a bit of an empty stomach, not mixed with coffee. I don't know why um, it works mm-hmm. better for me, or at least delay the coffee 30 minutes or something. Don't take it at the same time. Mm-hmm. But the MCT oil, I feel like these are just pure ketones, and that yeah. whenever I need a quick shot of mental energy, so for example, we do a heavy workout, or what's heavy for me, not for Nick, and I'm exhausted the next day, but we're going to do a podcast. And I'm just mentally exhausted because I'm so physically exhausted. Okay. I can find that if I take some coconut oil or, or uh, MCT oil specifically, I will get mental energy. Yeah. Like like mm-hmm. like clockwork. Any uh, time I take it. Because mm-hmm. that's like brain energy. This, this to me yeah. is just pure ketones, ketones for the brain. Yeah. And same with... Um, Am I lo- so I'm not looking at that incorrectly? No, that's right. Yeah. And you can also take like exogenous ketones 
as well, like just taking ketones because yeah. that's kind of one step closer, but your body will convert that anyways, MCT to ketone and then just pure brain fuel. Yeah, you gave me, I think, that other ketone product that mm-hmm. I really like that mm-hmm. I ran out of. I got to bug you for that. I feel like, yeah. you're, my, I feel like you're my dealer right now. Naturally. Give me this, <laughs> Anthony's the dealer. You can see. As long as you put I, a label on it, yeah. Yeah. we're good. Because what was that product? Was that straight yeah. up ketones? Yeah, just pure ketones. Yeah, that was good mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, that's it. I'll use that one if I need quick brain energy. Um if I need to have the focus, I'll use the theanine and the caffeine together. I should try some okay. of this stuff because you know what I do? I'm like, you're a loser. Wake up and get the shit done that you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> that's Snap what I do. Of it. Yeah. Whatever Snap works, right? Maybe yeah. that's your... Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's just now that I've tried it enough, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm in this state, I know how to get myself out of that state. Yeah. Which I yeah. kind of like. And these things are useful too if, if you're sitting down and you've got to do something and you have to get it done by a certain time and you just can't get it together. I don't know if you've ever had that, but... You know, the oh, deadline, yeah. and then okay. these are the kind of like little hacks you can use that actually have evidence on them, right? There's so many things out there, but you have to know like what it's going to do, what are the side effects? Like we're careful with what we, I can talk to you guys about these things because you guys are our patients already. I know your history and but all I, I, I was you, using, well, I mean, I was doing not, I wasn't drinking coffee, but uh, it was kind of like a bulletproof coffee without the coffee. So I was having it, I think it was just water. I think it was water and then and then the, the grass fed butter. The way I heard it is like I was having this coffee that was just water. Well, no, no, the drink <laughs> yeah, was yeah, yeah, was yeah. and I I mean I don't know it was called something else whatever. Yeah, wasn't but that one called fat water or something? Or is that no, something no, no, it was it was it was in a blender and it was oh. hot. It was the the hot water oh, yeah, and then yeah. it was with like some vanilla bean. It was like vanilla, vanilla beans, ex- bean, bean vanilla, extract. Yeah, and then it was the the, the fats, the MCT oil and the grass fed butter. Yeah, maybe yeah. I think that was kind of it. Maybe some collagen. Okay, and that was it. And and I actually liked it in the morning. I was like, it was a good thing. And then I found that if I buckled down and then what I would do is I um I would use brain.fm and which is a website and it's just kind of like focus music and yes, stuff like that. Yeah. And I would put that in it and I would drink that. And I don't know if it was the habit of doing it, but then I could sit down and I could get a few hours of solid kind of like just plow through some stuff. I still use brain.fm regularly. Like I, I actually really that's beneficial for me. That was the um Bulletproof hot chocolate, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Well, it was like a yeah vanilla latte or whatever yeah, they yeah, called yeah. it, but That's it was something right. like that. That's it right. was in yeah, it was right. in the book. It was at the back of the book, but I just didn't want the coffee side of it mm-hmm. because coffee most often makes me a little bit jittery and I crash kind of decent enough coffee, so I'm not a big coffee person. Yeah, at all. I agree. Yeah, it messes with your cortisol and all that. But um, binaural beats are really good too. I keep hearing about that. I have beet yeah. powder that I got from somewhere, and I've I've only had it once or twice because it tasted it was revolting. So oh. I could only drink it a couple times. Oh, no, no, I mean um, for mu- for the sounds music. Oh, uh, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, I thought you were talking about beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, beats are good. Uh, what's what's, what's, what's it called? The food. Give me good yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. He's good. that's his, his binaural team. beats are like um, certain frequency of music that gets your brain to focus. It's kind of like the beat. Uh, the brain you said, brain brain so it's a different, just a different product. Yeah, yeah. Similar, but you can uh, download it on or have them on Spotify. You can just search for it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that's beats. good to know. There's focus ones, but if you, yeah, it really works well if you combine some of these things. Have the binaural beats going. I find that to be. I do that too. Yeah, um, it's awesome. We, yeah. I think we both still use Brain.fm all. Okay, the time, cool. Yeah, right? well, because when they were launching, somehow we heard about them and we got a lifetime subscription for like one flat co- flat rate that wasn't wasn't too expensive, and it was only like three types of music before now they have multiple different okay. you know so we got fortunate so that's why i use that but i, I could look at that what is it well. an app it's an app just yeah, a, it's just a website it's and a an website. app yeah it's an okay. app too it's really good and then okay so just on this some of the cognitive performance stuff why is it at the end of the week on friday when i'm somewhat exhausted by that point in the mm-hmm. afternoon i can take some of these things and they're not going to have an effect is that just my body so like it'll have a marginal effect mm-hmm. but now i'm just so beat down 
back to Nick's point that like, I just need sleep and proper nutrition. Yeah. Cause I do, I do notice that this stuff works well mm-hmm. when I'm in, in fairly good shape. Like I'm well rested. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've worked out, but by Friday I've noticed I can take some of this stuff and I'm just so exhausted. It's not really helping. Yeah. I think you just like your brain uses 25% or more of your like energy, right? So if you're using your brain constantly, people think of physical energy, like we talked about the athletes, but your brain uses up a ton of resources, right? So you're probably just mentally tired by that. And then it doesn't work as well. Same with caffeine, like caffeine works better if your baseline is good. Mm -hmm. If you're just completely, if you haven't slept in so long and you feel terrible and you're eating terrible stuff, it's not going to work as well as it does if you've slept well, you're eating well, kind of everything works together. When you work with executives, so on that point about the about the uh, the brain using that much energy, so so when you work with executives and they're in meetings or they you know they're dealing whatever they're doing all day, mm-hmm. um, do you tell them that they need time off to let the brain relax? So like, mm-hmm. should they go for a walk at lunch and thing or or whatever it is, or just go in the bathroom and sit on the toilet and close your eyes for ten minutes? Like I don't know <laughs> what it is. I used to be you know when I was young and I used to go to like. Uh, like a club a Thursday night till late mm-hmm. and I used to go to my full-time job after I'd go into actually that one of the toilet stalls and, and I'd, I'd, I'd put my head never forget that, and I'd, I'd, I'd put my head I'd put the toilet seat down just so everyone's very clear what I was doing and I'd, I'd put my arm against the toilet uh, roll holder yeah. and I'd put my head down and I'd just try to take like a five or ten minute nap mm-hmm. you know when you're up all night at that age and you're yeah. like those ten minutes was like the best Huge. thing in the world yeah so I don't do that anymore but um yeah so do you is it worthwhile to give people like like just really just make sure you're giving yourself some downtime throughout the day to give your brain a break. Definitely. Yeah. hundred percent, especially with uh, all the computer work these days. But yeah, we try to advise our, our executive business patients, you know, at least a couple hours a day where you've, you're not using your brain. So whether it's at the end of the day or you want to break it up, you need like at least That's a couple so hours. That it's so hard. so hard. Yeah. And it, it sounds easy, especially in the, in the current time. Is yeah. re- does reading a book count? Yeah, at least you're not getting all the visual stimulation. It's not like the screens and everything like that coming at you. But you need to take a break from... If the reading is not pertaining to your business, to, to like business, it's just yeah. like fun, then it's fine. Because um, most most people who are in business or entrepreneurs, if they read something, it's probably going to try to benefit them business-wise. That's <laughs> yeah. what they're going to read, right? That's why I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. Selfishly, I'm like, so if I just read all this stuff that I'm backlogged yeah. in reading, can I, does it count? No. We, we have a guy actually right now, he has eight or... Uh, eight or ten hours of meetings a day with no breaks. Oh my god! No, they're in boardrooms. They have everyone's there. It's like, why is he doing yeah, that? That's just how they do their thing. He's like, I don't even have a break. I that's can't, prison. Like, people oh, can't eat. We, you know, we'll all leave at the end of it. But they have like hardcore meetings. They're doing like some mostly. massive merger or in the middle of some ac- yeah. massive acquisition. Or yeah, something. but that's okay. That's tough. The so, other thing you can do real quick is na- is nature. Um, the two ways to reset yourself or restore: get outside for a walk, like somewhere outside, go for a hike. Or get deep sleep. Those are the two. Like, you could take your scooter into the forest yeah. up there. <laughs> it's the walk. To me, it's the walk, and I don't do it regularly enough uh, because it was when I first start the walk, I'm almost anxious about. I'm like, man, I should be doing. There's a few things I got to get done, yeah. but but when I do take the time to go and just kind of reset, mm-hmm. it, it it makes such a it's big. It's funny you're saying that. I you remember how I told you I had only seen one other naturopathic doctor. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about one I saw in my twenties. Somebody uh, at at Oracle told me that there was this doctor in Toronto. I never understood this thing. I went to go see the guy and he kind of looked through my eyeballs to try to see my blood cells. Does that okay. sound okay. accurate? Or <laughs> Anyway, that's what he was doing. Oh. But he said, you know what? Going for a walk every day, you're newly married. Going for a walk with your wife is going to just save your life. Do that every day. Mm-hmm. And I never forgot that advice. And it's been so good. 
And, and I hate going for walks. Like I hate them. But Carol, my wife, loves going for walks. And I, I force myself to go with her as often as I possibly can. And just that walk, every single time I come back from it, I just feel more calm, more at peace. We have good sure. discussions for on sure. so many, for so many reasons, it's the best thing to do. Yeah, actually on, on that note, even like a 10 to 15 minute walk that's fasted, like if you went for a walk first morning, you'd use up your liver glycogen that's stored fat in the liver. Um, which helps you act, helps you stay leaner, helps to activate metabolism. Ten to fifteen minute walk in the morning that's fasted will do that. Which is why a is kind the of liver cool. storing that if it's not good for? It? Oh, just holding extra energy. Yeah, it's like an emergency. extra tank. Yeah, so it okay. holds up. But you can kind of take that out just by doing that walk in the morning, and then you're outside, and the oxygen coming in raises like you know mood, you know brain circulation. There's so many benefits from just a 10, 15 minute walk. Okay, so when when I go to the gym and I kind of lift some heavy weights. The next day, if I'm exhausted, you've mentioned the exact same situation. No, no, no. It's traumatizing 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 to me because I want to be operating at peak performance all the Uh time. So uh, when when we uh, when 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 that happens and I wake up the next day and I'm physically tired, but I'm mentally tired, but I can't afford to be mentally tired. What is the best thing to do or food to eat in that moment? So I'm, I'm I'm physically exhausted. Because of the previous day, I'm in yeah. that recovery mode. We know from my DNA that you straight up told me I recover poorly. Yeah. Remember you said yeah. that? Yeah, remember you said yeah. that. I think the term was that you're a delicate flower. Yeah, I'm delicate <laughs> flower. And then so in that moment, what is the best type of food to be eating to give me energy for that day? The morning of or the night? The morning of. The morning I wake of. up and I'm like, damn. So maybe my HRV is not perfect, right? Yeah. And, and I haven't got the best recovery, but I need my brain to be on. Yeah, so then you want to have a balanced meal. Like you don't want to be doing fasting. You don't want to be doing any like low carb stuff there because you need sort of a balance to help your nervous system. So some sort of protein, carb, fat balance there. Okay, because what I found is on those mornings, I go to carb. I'll have oatmeal and um, some maple syrup and it helps me. But normally I hate having that in the morning. But on those days, so you're thinking I should mix in some protein. Yeah, I would put protein in there and then um, maybe even add a bit of like nut butter, like almond butter or or something on top of that or cashew butter just to give you a little bit of fats there. For satiating purposes or the fats doing something else? Um, So the the oatmeal as the base is all carb, right? So that'll give you like a bit of energy, but you could have a downswing with that. And then you could also be looking for carbs. If it's just a carb dense breakfast with maple syrup, you're going to be looking for carbs all day and your energy is going to go up and down. Okay. So if you round it out with some fats and a bit of protein, it kind of stretches that energy out so you don't have the crash. But yeah, on a, on a that day... That goes back to Nick's point, just eating properly yeah. that morning. Okay. Yeah. On a, yeah, that's not a day you want to do fasting. Which sure. I found if I'm, if I'm trying to do like no, nothing until noon, mm-hmm. those days I can't do it. Like I, mm-hmm. my body's telling me I need food. I know mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And you guys are lean guys too. So like the duration of fasting for you guys shouldn't be that long. The duration of your intermittent I don't know fasting. How lean we are anymore. I ripped my dress pants after COVID. <laughs> yeah, bent over, ripped them right. I had to go to the stuff. I had to go and get new pants. Too many gluten free cupcakes. Too strong. Too many gluten free cupcakes. I don't too know about too mass. strong anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing people need to know too, because a lot of people are doing intermittent fasting these days. But if you're already lean, the amount of time you can do shouldn't be that long. But if you have a lot of body fat to lose, you can do 24, 48, 72 hours, five day fast with 
support. With That's something I've never tried. And it's because I want to keep going to the gym. And I'm sure I probably could, mm-hmm. but it's, it, I've only done 24. I, I, there was a, probably about a six week period. There were once a week that I was just doing a 24. I picked whatever day. I think it was a Wednesday mm-hmm. and I would do a 24 hour fast. Cause Thursday I was taking off going to the gym. So I would do it from Wednesday night to Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And it was easier than I thought it was actually quite yeah. to do from one night to the other night. I was like, it's actually was so the what, easiest what, what thing. What would you do with that? What would you coach us through as the first longer fast? Would it just be a 24 hour one at, to start? I, um, if you have no experience doing it, yes. I wouldn't go right to that. I would do, so we generally will say 12 hour, 12 hour eating oh, we've window. Done 12, oh yeah. yeah so yeah. let's say, let's you, say we've done 16 hour, eight hour eating windows, okay. 16 hours. No You've food. done all those. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why you want to baby step into that is you want to teach your body how to use different fuel sources, how to use food as fuel, and then how to use your own body fat as fuel. So when you don't eat, use uses body fat. So if you've done a 16, then you can go to a 24. The easiest way to do it is let's say you're doing it. Uh, we often have people do it Sunday to Monday because they're kind of undoing some damage from the weekend. So they'll have dinner Sunday night, go to bed, sleep most of those hours. You told Mike to be doing this recently. Did I? Yeah. yeah. And then through the day Monday, you're going to have fluids, maybe some minerals, uh, maybe black coffee, maybe green tea if you need to help yourself. Which get minerals? Um, just like um, potassium, salt, uh, see, like stuff like that, sodium, okay. potassium mainly. Okay. Like just electrolytes. Yeah. Isn't that cheating though? Having what? coffee and green tea, like shouldn't it just be water? Like can, fasting, yeah, you'll get fasting. a better you'll get a better result if you just do water for sure. But caffeine helps us suppress appetite. So oh, not, not okay. everyone can make it. So if they're like wake up in the morning and they're and now how many they're starving. Are in black coffee, probably none. None. Yeah, it's okay. low. It's really low. But um, then you'd have dinner Monday night. So you'd go Sunday night dinner, fluids throughout the day Monday, and then have dinner Sunday night or Monday night. That gives okay. you 24 hours. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Otherwise, you're waking up in the morning. Let's imagine you wake up the reverse. You wake up Monday morning and you're like, okay, no food for the day. And then you're going to try to go all the way through. It's, it's a lot mm-hmm. harder. Mm-hmm. So at and least the, you've got to make it to and dinner. And the benefit from that is going to be what? I'm going to just get my organs be kind of cl- cleaning them out? There's so many benefits. So depending on the, the length of the fast, you get different sort of benefits as okay, you go. Okay, so for a 24-hour fast, what am I getting? 24, you're going to get... Um, so increase in growth hormone, dropping of insulin. So you're going to access some more body fat. Just in a 24-hour fast. 24-hour, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, past 16, you start to get the growth hormone coming up. Um, and then when Why you is get, it always past 16? 16 is so easy. Yeah. Why is it always the hardest stuff is the best stuff? And I know in life that's yeah. how it is, but okay. I, okay. Think, of, I think of fasting as um, almost like a healing tool because if you're not putting food in, you can drop inflammation, heal your gut, kind of reset a lot of things. It's also a really good weight loss tool. They did uh, a study comparing like calorie restriction versus fasting, like intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting um, did better and had other hormone benefits. But when you get deeper into the fast, you get something called autophagy. Um, in 2016, there was a Nobel Prize for it. It's basically your body starts killing off damaged cells, damaged proteins, damaged things in your system. So it kind of um, resets everything from a deeper level. Like all those damaged cells will go around and if they gather together, they create like a, a mass, a tumor, and then that can get lodged somewhere. So in terms of like anti-cancer perspective, the and more sorry, times... And that was beginning at what? 20, 40, beyond 24. Beyond 24. Yeah, you okay. start to get into autophagy and inflammatory markers start to drop. Um, yeah, I think we both have to do this a little can bit. You go, can you go... I don't want to, man. I'm lazy. Gym. But can you work out like so it's, it's for me... I don't know. Sometimes I'm actually probably don't eat enough sometimes for, for, Mm -hmm. for what I I do or at one point I wasn't, 
So 24 hours is no problem. But then if I do the 24 hours, can I go then to, just depending on how I feel, I guess, I can just go to the gym the next day and do whatever I normally do. Or what kind of workout though? Like CrossFit workout? Yeah, I mean, I usually do some weightlift. Yeah, squats. I do forty-five minutes of weightlifting, and then I don't do a lot of crossfit work. I just do like a ten-minute, ten or fifteen-minute kind of conditioning workout at the end. Yeah, if you're gonna do heavy lifting, you'll get a better result if you're eating for sure. Yeah. Like if you eat something before and you lift heavy, you'll get a better. Okay, you just better, adjust things. Well, slightly. that's a better result. Mm-hmm. But can he go and do it and be fine? You could. I mean, the you way you're hesitating. Yeah, you could see how you feel. I mean, I know how, like, you lift pretty heavy. I'm caveman. Yeah, I not, know. not from the lifting. I'm just like, I'm just going to go do yeah. it anyway. So, yeah, we'll see what remember, happens. we were going for the 400 pound squat at one point. We did. We got it. Yeah, you we got, got, it. got it. Yeah. yeah. And so, I think I gave myself a slight hernia with it, too, but that's okay. I got, just got the squat, so I'll take the hernia with the squat as long as I got it. Priorities, you know what I mean? Yeah, generally, you want to go easier. If you're doing a deeper fast, you want to kind of have a lighter workout. You want to be going too heavy or too much resistance on those days. Okay, yeah. just risk of injury. Yeah, risk of injury. You're just not going to have a great workout. You're okay. not going to be able to lift as much. You're not going to feel great. And then how long can, like, what what would be a reasonable target to aim for for fasting? Like, should you try to build up? If we can get to the 24-hour, and then mm-hmm. let's say we can do a 48, should we have this weird goal of trying to one day do, like, five-day fast twice a year or something like that? Yeah, like, so that, and that's why the body fat matters. So the leaner you are, the less fasting uh, duration you can handle so like i would do a 24 hour see how you feel maybe push to a 36 push to a 24 or 48 but you guys probably wouldn't want to go beyond 48 because you'll you'll get an adrenaline spike a cortisol spike you'll just feel terrible if you had a lot of body fat to lose you could do like a you know three to seven day fast fab I mean, was in here he's pretty you'd want to have someone guiding you on this stuff though too right like you when know, you get to those long ones i yeah, think you need to yeah how long had he, he mm-hmm. we know someone who's pretty lean he was just in here doing a podcast and mm-hmm. he had done like what wasn't he on like day three or four of a fast yeah, and he, i feel like he's three, single yeah. digit body fat percentage he he looks like it would be yeah for sure wow okay yeah, see how he feels after day like or after 48 hours you know because that's when you'll notice Got it. it okay and then the transition from your body being able to your, use your own body as fuel Mm -hmm. so being able to process ketones as energy Mm -hmm. instead of just carbs Mm -hmm. that for me was mind-blowing like seven eight years ago when i first did that and i could feel my body making the change because i went through a two-week period Mm -hmm. of feeling like i had the flu like it was horrible so that was my body's engine or what my metabolism understanding that it was going to process ketones and the ketones were going to come from where in my body my liver liver yeah okay yeah. And that that's just your body. That's that, that period. Your body has to make that adjustment. It was a yeah. horror show because yeah. I was eating so much bread. And stuff. And now I know I don't have the afternoon crashes anymore. I yeah. know I process ketones. And if I need to supplement, I'll take some extra ones. Mm-hmm. But I don't get that afternoon crash anymore. Yeah, it's called metabolic flexibility. So you want to have that because um, if you're depending on food for energy, you'll do a roller coaster of energy all day. You'll eat food, you'll energy will be good. And then a few hours later, once it's digested, you're going to crash again. Then you're going to look for food again. So if you get off that train, it's more sustained energy to use your own body fat stores. You just feel like it's more true energy. People just feel like, oh, I just have like good natural energy for longer periods. And so what's changing in my body? What is, when I say my metabolism's understanding to use ketones, that is that accurate? That's what's happening? Yeah. So basically, if you're not putting food in, you've got to go to body fat stores, pull them into your liver and break them down and turn them into energy. Okay, got and, it. And that's how we've survived as humans. Like we've gone through periods of time where you couldn't get food. Like Nick, the caveman, uh, back caveman in the day, you wouldn't be able to find, you know, if you went for periods where you couldn't find food, your body has to make adaptive mechanisms to be able to survive. Otherwise you couldn't find food. And if oh. you got weaker and just 
you know, weather away, but instead your growth hormone would come up, you'd feel more anabolic, you'd be able to get more brain energy, more mental acuity. We've talked about this before, but the military uses deep fasting for um, accuracy for shooting, like long distance sniping. Oh, I forgot, I forgot, yeah, about, I forgot about that, about that yeah. as well. Yeah. So, but I guess, it, I guess evolution takes a long time because what I'm thinking is, well, I agree with what you're saying. And when I hear that type of stuff too, I wonder, I'm like, yeah, but that was a long time ago, you know, for like, you know, in, in, in North America, let's say, you know, and I know there's, it's all, it, there's different circumstances in other parts of the world, but there hasn't been this, this kind of that, those circumstances where people have really been searching out food mm-hmm. for, for quite some mm-hmm. time. But I guess the evolutionary side of it, it takes long, like what I'm saying is, is a long time, is not really a long time in the grand yeah. scheme and maybe of things, the, Maybe right? the perspective could, because yeah, that's a good point, is making me think about it too. So I guess the perspective that we could use is that sugar and carb has really come into our diet hard since, let's say, 1960s yeah. on, mm-hmm. and then that's been the cheat. Mm-hmm. And our body just said, oh, you're taking all this carb, I'll use this as energy. Exactly. Forget yeah. these other processes yeah, that true. I know have built in. So like maybe, because I've never thought about the way you're saying it, you're right. Yeah, but, but yeah, that, and also what I'm thinking is a long time, it's relative to my age at 40, right? Or whatever, 42 sure. versus what's really a long time yeah, is human history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. substantially longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it takes longer than that. But that's a good point as well, yeah, which yeah. what you're saying. And in the caveman days, like what kind of carbs would you have come across that would have been like horrible for you? Like a, yeah. like a bear, like berries? <laughs> which yeah, would have yeah. been like low glu- low uh, yeah. glucose anyways. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you, you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been able to spike your blood sugar like you can now. Mm-hmm. So we've basically all been on a food drug for 50, 60 mm-hmm. years. Yeah, because really? now when you think about it, those those days where you're like, ah, I'm going to go have, oh, that deserves good. I'm going to have an extra piece and I'm going to try the other one on the table too. Yeah, there's no stop. You're yeah. really flipping hammering your body pretty good in those yeah. circumstances, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. And then your body has to deal with that and process all of that stuff, right? Okay. So for mental uh, mm-hmm. performance, what else can we be, are we, what other... Is there some other ingredients or how do you work with people who come to you and say, hey, I really want to, you know, achieve peak performance, a peak mental state? Okay, number one. So we're talking about foundational stuff at the beginning. So gut health, number one. So we'll fix their gut, find out what foods work with them, which foods don't. If there are certain foods that are are giving you inflammation, we want to pull those out because already that's already ruining everything else you want to do. Right. So you can take all the. PQQ and yeah, yeah. alpha GPC, whatever. <laughs> but if you got all of this gut inflammation, it's going to make you foggy. It's going to give you brain fog. I, I got to interrupt you there just mm-hmm. for a second, just because you, I don't try a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Caveman. But yeah. you, at one point, I, I was like, Tom's like, look, you got to go talk to this guy just because he's really good. And I'm like, I don't really have any problems, but I'll go talk to him anyways. Yeah. And then we found out that there was, I was getting some kind of bloating after certain things that I ate. It was kind of like, but sometimes I was getting it, sometimes it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you're kind of getting like some false positive reactions, whatever you were calling it. Anyways, you put me on this horrendous diet mm-hmm. for four weeks, mm-hmm. which was a terrible experience. However, I and then and then I, I got some supplements after it was like adrenal man and some black licorice mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And my God, I was Superman. Uh, for those two weeks, cause I'll never forget it. Cause yeah, when we, he fixes you up, you are Superman. Because yeah, when yeah, we yeah. were renovating our house, I was actually had moved back in with my family, with my two kids, moved back in with my parents, mm-hmm. was driving substantially more to get the kids to school and stuff like that, like from the east side of Mrs. Basically, Etobicoke to Oakville to get them to school in the morning, dealing with all the renovation stuff, coming in here, working all day, doing all the stuff they have to do. And I'm like, how? And I'm just running myself into the ground. And I'm like, how am I not sick yet? 
because I've been at this usually after a few weeks, you can feel your body starting yeah. to run down. I'm like, I've been at this for like 10 weeks and I'm still going. I go, I don't know what's going on right now, but I'm Superman. So yeah. I, I, I remember I, that era with you because yeah. he was walking going, I don't know, man, I can, I'm on fire. I remember, yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that is like, and you, then you just you, get off it. You slowly just, well, get then we all like, do. Yeah. Well then I'm like, okay, well I'll start introducing a little bit of this a little bit and I'm still, like I, I learned a ton and then you can you can understand your body at a different level too which is beneficial because you can't live in you know unless you want to but it's harder just to live that straight line way all the time you kind of veer off and mm-hmm. you come back on mm-hmm. and um but yeah for I, I just I guess the reason I'm saying that is because I'm the guy that's like ah, I don't know do you need this stupid crap and you know that type of stuff but with that type of stuff it it's it does make a big difference when you don't understand what's going on. You you can have some big impacts on it. So it's a it's a long form testimonial from the skeptic in wow. the room. Nick Nick giving yeah. you big props so, there. Yeah. Nick no, it was Nick great. That out too often. Yeah. I just want yeah. that those. I thought it was just those pills and that licorice. I'm like I should just stay on this stuff yeah. all the time, yeah. man. Yeah, and that's why we check gut health with our patients once a year, and we'll check hormone health once a year because they have such a huge impact on how you feel, how you function, your okay, mood. Okay, so is that step number two? Horm- so gut health then hormones. Um. So into for mental. Performance, yeah, yeah, I would say. So the biggest, let me preface it with this: the biggest problems we see are gut problems and hormone problems. So we're looking there first. So people usually have tons of gut problems, so we want to fix that, repair the gut, make it work properly, fix hormones because they'll affect your mental alertness. If cortisol is too low, DHEA is too low, your mental alertness will be really low. So once you fix those things, then you get you know a huge amount of improvement. And then you can toy around with some of the optimization stuff. Okay. So yeah. how far are we? So then uh, gut help, hormones, and then you can do the tweaks with some yeah. of these different, yeah. different ingredients and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How far away are we from me wearing some blood monitor where it just goes to your database of mm-hmm. some sort and you're just like, well, Tom, these markers are off. Like, is that far away? It's not that far because, uh, and I used to have one just to try it out, but a, a continuous glucose meter. So you can stick it. Have I was you just going to ask you about that. I, I've seen them. So you, so you just wear it, and then there's a, a separate device, or is it on on your phone? It just sticks onto your shoulder. It has a little needle in it. It gets into your capillary blood, and you wear it day in and day out. You just wear it for seven days, seven or ten days, and then you can track, you know, basically what you're eating, what that does to your blood sugar. I you'll want see that. it. You'll see it on your phone. Oh, now you're all excited. No, no, that, that's something. Now you're all hot I've, and heavy about I've something. I've looked into. No, I've looked into he's, blood. He's back in. yeah. No, I've looked into the blood sugar monitors before, but mm-hmm. I, I couldn't. I didn't see that one because you know I saw the ones and, and then you have to keep getting the strips or whatever to test them. I'm like, ah, I just don't think I'm going to keep poking myself all yeah. the time to do that. But I've, I've always been super interested in what things do and where my blood sugar's at. So then we're there's yeah. a couple specific reasons which we don't have to so discuss now. So it'll just be an add-on to the Apple Watch soon enough. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Because it's just Little an app accessory that you can to monitor. the Apple Watch, you plug that in because then if Dr. Cowan gets that data, mm-hmm. then you could just advise in real time almost. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And the, the cool thing is, the re- and one of the reasons why we started doing the continuous monitoring at one point was for our NHL guys because there was a study that came out showing that different carbs would spike sugar in different ways. So you guys would both have oatmeal and you'd see a different blood sugar response huh. based on however you process those carbs. Or you would have bread and you'd have a great response and then you would have bread to be horrible. I know mine will be horrible. Right? But so, so it gives you some insight into your own. I mean, the whole point is of all this stuff is teaching people how to 
be healthier and what to look for and empowering them, right? That's the Are whole idea. Are you helping idea. the Toronto Maple Leafs yet win the Stanley Cup or what? No, yeah, no, no. you're helping competition, man. <laughs> you're helping teams. I think I know some All of the, the teams, teams you're yeah. helping and hey, it's starting to piss me off. You know what? When you anchor, you got to anchor to winners. You know what I mean? If he <laughs> took, for his reputation, to for his reputation, I, he know, can't anchor I've, I've, to a losing team like that. I wanted him to send a FedEx package to Dubis and explain to him and you know what? I'm going to write the letter on your behalf. I'm going to sign it off Dr. Cowan. But I know how to help the Maple Leafs get maximum But when he's worried about them losing 50 games next season he's like I can't be their doctor because I'm, now they're going to associate that poor performance with me <laughs> somebody needs bad. to help the bad. team I'm willing to put in the time and effort mm-hmm. as a fan on the side to help them win the Stanley Cup and when can they, you help Joe Thornton nice perform like he's 25 again yeah, yeah. or is he going to perform like he's 42 no he's going to what is he 41 42 41 I think 41, right now yeah. yeah there's you know I won't get into it but there's a ton of good anti-aging research on right now but yeah there's a lot of ways Why, that where you do you can, think that's headed I think that um you, so you can measure biological age versus chronological age and yeah, see like those telomeres or whatever. Yeah. So you can see how, you know, Nick was saying how much he beat up his body back in the, back in the early days. Uh, like so how, before you how, sign him, you can, you can probably check his telomere length or whatever that stuff is and see yeah. his, his biological mm-hmm. age. Yeah. It's, and the other term like that's floating around is called inflammaging, like inflammation aging <laughs> together. It's like an actual medical no term way now. that yeah. sounds like just one of those propaganda it does. terms, it does. man. Yeah. Yeah. That medical term that started like on, TikTok, on TikTok. Yeah. Somewhere. That's a marketer that just said, "Here's what we're gonna do." But you can start looking at things like that, and then employ different strategies to to improve your biological age. So, so, the, so by mm-hmm. the time I, you know, I'm 47 now. By the time I'm 80, we're talking another 30 some odd years. Mm-hmm. This shit's gonna be crazy, for sure. Yeah. I mean, look at the advancements just in gut health over the last, like 10 years ago. Did you know what gut health was? No. Right now. But not only that, some of this information is in your profession going to be delivered via AI because they're going to crunch so much data. Mm -hmm. You're going to be able to plug this stuff in. And your profession is going to change on where you're advising. Well, just look at the, the DNA entry- results they did yeah. with you like yeah. Yeah. a couple months ago. Just Because you'll that. be able to get DNA results and mm-hmm. some gut health stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be advising at a much higher level mm-hmm. because you're just going to be doing the fine tweaks. That base layer for everyone is going to be like outsourced to AI. Mm-hmm. Let's face it. Yeah. And that's kind of how we look at it now because we take all the data from the different lab tests, genetic testing. But it's together, still a little, and then it's still a little clunky. It is because yeah, I have yeah. to. I was just saying that I have to. I'm due to get my blood work mm-hmm. tested. I still have to go and do these things mm-hmm. when it can be all centralized. Like when the glucose monitor is part of the Apple Watch. And how would I check gut health? I guess you would still have to Stool do sample. Yeah, that's just <laughs> a little. <laughs> Apple Watch isn't going to take yeah. a piece of shit. You just have a little robotic <laughs> thing yeah. flying around yeah. in your tummy. The Apple a drone, Watch comes a drone comes. Can you imagine yeah. the Apple Watch opens up it with a little take scooper, that out of your a little scooper, and just scoops it, sucks yeah. it. That was still a really <laughs> terrible experience to have to get those stool samples. Oh that was God. not fun. But mine yeah. was really weird in that the, the little collection thing, and I know it's changed. Were French fry cups? I know. They literally crazy. had French fries <laughs> on the side of these cups. Yeah, it's crazy. That was crazy. That I just never forget squatting in my shower and delivering these that's that's too much that is too much that's crazy the stool test is crazy though because it shows you you know what's in your gut so many people don't realize there's things in there that are impacting and not letting them get improvements hormonally not letting them get energy improvements causing sugar cravings causing crashes like a lot of that has to do with what's in your gut 
I um I, when I walk, so if I go for a walk or a hike or something in the forest, and I see some animal poop now, I'm like, I wonder what that because you can tell from the shape of it if that's you know, what you're thinking. Because I'm like, if it's sick, then that that's how people track these animals, and they're, they're under they understand if they're healthy, sick, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like back in the day, like that's what they were they were looking at. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's what that made me think. I learn from my my things, man. I learn about the world. I'm one with nature. I don't know. You're a cultured guy. Look at look at resources hey, too. They'll check their uh, gut bacteria yeah. constantly. To see like what kind of shape they're in, like yeah, how, how healthy yeah. are they? The how? poop tells the story, man. Yeah, it's all it about does. the poop. Yeah, I just never thought I'd look at animal poop thinking how healthy. That's it was, right. I'm like, I guess. is that a raccoon poop? And I wonder if that raccoon's healthy or not. What what kind of enzymes are in that that pile of poop? <laughs> but so, but hold on, one one other question, just mm-hmm. just right now, just because we're entering winter now, we're in Canada. Vitamin D. There's much much mm-hmm. more talk about vitamin D, especially around COVID. For sure. And and the percentage of COVID patients. Recently, there was a, a some study. It wasn't a big big study. It was like mm-hmm. 250 or 300 people. Mm-hmm. They removed 40 people, so the number even smaller but the headline you know the headline the, mm-hmm. the media headline about 80 percent. i think mm-hmm. it was in the uk someplace of covid patients were, were vitamin d de- deficient so whether it's uh, whether it's covid impacted or not i'm not getting into political stuff right now but vitamin d in canada in the winter should we be looking like should almost everyone be looking at that as like a serious supplement while, while we're here for sure in these dark days for sure 100 percent. like it's the number one deficiency i just had my vitamin d shot i just came from our clinic we do like injections there, but we check blood levels first. And then I just did a 50,000 units in one shot. Yeah, okay, so that was the other thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, on the little dropper bottle, it says like one, what is 1, it? 1,000. Yeah. And I'm like, I, the, from what I'm hearing more and more, people are like, it's not 1,000. You do like five, 10,000, whatever the number is. I don't know. But but so like it's, it, so it's going to be different for everyone. But yeah. if, you, if, there's, if you're taking a couple extra drops, you're probably not going to kill yourself because of it. No, no, yeah. It takes quite a bit to uh, be toxic to vitamin D. Vitamin D is fat soluble, so you'll store it in your system. Um, we always blood test our patients. We know exactly where they're at and then we can dose them appropriately for the fall winter. But yeah, past like mid September, you don't get any more UVB from the sun. So you don't get any more vitamin D from the sun. Then whatever level you had there stays with you until the spring. So that's you, a good one to improve. You tested me to know how much to, to yes. give to me. What was that? That was a, just a blood test? Blood like, test, yeah. And you were looking in the blood test for what again? Vitamin D marker. There's, uh, a, there's a vitamin D marker? Yeah, there's an okay. actual marker that can tell you. There's a few different ones. You need to do the 25-OH one. That's the one that you can check the actual proper amount of okay. vitamin D you have. The other thing that people should know that I think most don't know, I was actually at a health food store randomly this morning and people were buying out all the vitamin D, they must have seen that article yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, one oh, lady no One lady took the row. She no, had the row. I'm now kidding. there's a run on it. Yeah, Toilet but, paper but, but it is fat D. soluble. You can take too much vitamin D. You can, D. yeah. I've yeah. taken too much vitamin D, and I know for my own body, like I'll, I'll get constipated. Like there'll be weird things that start happening. Yeah, we've only ever seen one. I've only ever heard of from a colleague a toxic case from vitamin D. Okay, so I don't mean toxic. I just yeah. mean it, it was, too, I could tell it was too much. She thought it was um, one dropper, but it, the dosing was one drop. Oh. She was using one drop. <laughs> Or every day her hair started falling out she had liver toxicity but oh, she was doing that for like two years straight you have to take quite a bit um the other thing people should know with vitamin d though it relies on magnesium to absorb so if you're low on magnesium it's not doing anything yeah what are the race t- to the health food store what are the, run on magnesium how yeah. do you even know if you're low on magnesium though um you can test that as well but magnesium is the number two deficiency so no wonder why people are vitamin d deficient right they're not 
taking vitamin D, they're not and in the sun. The and they have the magnesium. Those two deficiencies are the most common. So the easiest way to get magnesium other than a supplement is what food? I don't know what comes to mind. Like potassium, I think bananas, but mm-hmm. magnesium, you got to supplement. Yeah. yeah, supplement's easiest way. Why um, do we have to supplement? What are we missing? Yeah, why do diets? we need it yeah. if we have to supplement? That's that's where I get, uh, those gaps always confuse me. Yeah, Cho- uh, chocolate has magnesium, seafood oh, has magnesium. There's some different sources, but it might, okay. you know, there's not, there's not really a, a great source. And magnesium gets dumped when people are under stress. So if you're under high stress, your body will push out magnesium and zinc, some electrolytes. So I think there's a connection there with like stress levels and magnesium being deficiency. Then if you don't have magnesium, you can't absorb vitamin D as well. Okay, so there's a connection there. Some of it's our lifestyle that Mm -hmm. normally we might get enough magnesium in whatever Mm -hmm. trace amounts in our diet, but the stress level in our lifestyle is making it dump and then we can't replenish it fast Mm -hmm. enough. Mm -hmm. Jeez, man, this is way too complicated stuff. <laughs> okay, so then one, go ahead. The other reason why we do, um, speaking of, I had the vitamin D shot today, but we do IV therapy in the clinic too when you talk about a modern technology because then you get 100% absorption of all those nutrients. Because it's right into the bloodstream. Yeah, so I just did a performance IV just now before I came here. So it's magnesium, calcium, uh, amino acids, zinc, um, electrolytes, B vitamins, B12, you know, all mixed together. We mix them there. Like we have a license to do that. Um, can we get a performance IV while we're in the flow tank? Then now nah, we're yeah, talking. Then two birds with one stone. And we'll take some of this QQ10. Our brain will be on yeah, fire. We'll, we'll be yeah, freaking yeah. out while we're in a calm <laughs> environment. It'll be perfect. Yeah, but IV is a cool, cool route because we have a lot of our patients that come once a month to do IV because you get 100% absorption. Mm-hmm. So you can see the levels rise really the, quickly. The IV, every time I've taken it from you, that next 24 hours, I feel like a million yeah. bucks. Like you feel... Instant. Like when I left the clinic just now, I feel like instant in, mood, instant yeah. energy boost yeah, right it, away. It's a like, great, okay. It kind of, mm-hmm. uh, that first 24 hours, it's like some kind of superhero. And it'll moment. give you a boost for about three weeks. Like it'll stay at the cellular level for about three weeks. So most of our patients come like once a month if they're people who are pushing themselves, if they're exhausted or whatever. And then we can switch the form of B12. That's the other thing I want to tell you guys. I, I said earlier that adenosyl B12, there's different types of B12. Some are for like mitochondria energy. Some are for like detox. Most people are taking methyl B12. That's like the most common form, which is not as energizing as the adenosyl B12. So like it's different What's variations. That, is, in that cod liver oil that you get me to mm-hmm. take, is there not was there B12 in that mixture there too? There's vitamin A in there vitamin and vitamin D. D. Yeah. Where do you have me taking B12 right now? I forget. Anyway, I'll circle back that with that on you. I wanted to ask you two mm-hmm. things as we kind of start to wrap. Zinc. Um, why is it important to be taking the zinc? Because I think you said the critical ones were vitamin D, vitamin C, and zinc. Yes. Why zinc again? So so zinc is a, an immune support um, and it's also antiviral. Okay, got it. So in this whole COVID era, you're thinking zinc is an important one because if there's a virus going around there, it can help you. Yeah. And there's no studies on like, okay, zinc prevents COVID. And we're not saying anything like that, but zinc has been shown, like, especially in a lozenge form, like if you're, you can suck on the zinc lozenges and it'll disable viruses from replicating in the oral cavity. So most viruses... You just caused a run on zinc at the yeah, food stores. Yeah, so zinc won't. lozenges. So where viruses are coming in are usually through the nose and mouth, right? And they're replicating in the in those areas before they kind of get deeper into the body. So zinc has been shown to prevent the replication of viruses. So lozenges are can we o- Can we overdose on zinc? 
Um, you can overdose on anything, yeah. I guess. Yeah, if you, you really try, on, you can overdose is it, on water. I guess, is it but one yeah, a day? Like, if someone's going to take one an hour versus one a day, what, what yeah. would be? Like, in general, like, zinc about 30 milligrams to 50 a day. And, and if you're taking tablets, you want to have it with food because it'll irritate the stomach lining. But the lozenges are pretty safe on the stomach, they're not as bad. But if you take too much zinc, you'll deplete your copper. So zinc, zinc and copper work together, but okay. like in the in the fall, how do you get copper? You just chew on a pipe. Yeah, <laughs> like what the hell? You get copper. Yeah, copper is another chocolate one actually. Oh my god, dark chocolate. Uh-huh. It's winning. But yeah, in the fall winter, yeah, um, vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, those are kind of the, okay. the staples. Those are the evidence based staples. What are what's the deal? Last last thing, what's the deal mm-hmm. with histamines? When I say histamines to you, does does it? Because I've noticed myself. I think pickles have or his, his, no or sour cat sauerkraut. Is there histamines in some of these uh, things? Like they, histamine rich, like wine, wine would be rich in histamines. Yeah, like, you wine, mean like a allergy, like allergy. Yeah, like just what what is it about histamines that I think for me don't work well? Hmm. Is it just in the gut they're reacting a certain way? Yeah, some people just don't respond well to histamine rich foods in general. Do you get seasonal allergies? I forget now. Hardly. I, when no. everyone else is complaining, I, I do get some, but not like to the extent that I hear other people complaining about them. Like I, don't, I never take anything for them. Mm. No, not really. Yeah, like those histamine-rich foods would make you feel like you have allergies. Yeah, got it. Okay, because yeah. I've kind of noticed that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, the wine thing that you've kind of helped mm-hmm. me get through for sure, but some histamine foods, but I thought it was things that were like pickled that had histamines in them, mm-hmm. like pickles themselves, sour sauerkraut, that like kind of fermented, stuff. Like fermented, fermented stuff. stuff yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and then for you too, like you're, you remember we touched your detox pathways, they're like not amazing. So I think a lot of the stuff that happens flower. to you is like what was back in the day was gut related. Your gut's pretty good now, but I think when you get some flare-ups, it's like your detox pathways need a little bit of support. And could histamines block mm-hmm. my detox pathways? It makes it harder hmm. to detox them out, yeah. Why? Just because I don't work with them well. I can't personally process them. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like... um like a reactivity that you'd have yeah, to those. Got it. So like you could control histamine release, but I mean, it's just putting a bandaid on it. You just want to dodge those foods. When yeah. You Cause I notice when I reduce it, I just feel a lot better. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. Hey, I, Dr. Cowan, I thank you. So anyone who wants to reach out, yeah, this is great. We just, you come in, we pepper you with different <laughs> questions. Yeah. No, yeah. it's always so informative man. Okay, it's good. awesome. And, okay, I, and there's always more to talk about, but uh, for someone who wants to reach out and I'm due for an appointment, um, how website, is that the best way? Yeah. We have online booking on our website. We're doing everything virtually these days. Uh, we do have in office stuff on Wednesdays and Thursdays. We have four um, doctors on my team <laughs> and we have a mental performance coach as well. Um, Nick needs the mental performance coach. <laughs> I'm hundred percent fine yeah. on that. Listen, it might, be, it might be a full-on psychiatrist for me. I don't know if the performance coach is. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, online booking is probably the easiest way on our website. Um, we do free discovery calls as well if you want to call and just get more info and ask a couple questions. Um, and then we try to put content on all the time, Instagram. Okay, um, so what's the Instagram handle and what's the website? So Instagram at phenom, it's P-H-E-N-O-M underscore doc, D-O-C. And the website is uh, phenom, P-H-E-N-O-M, H-P-M dot com. So phenom and HPM stands for high performance medicine. So phenom hpm.com and if you're yep. listening to this and you can't remember that we will link to it from rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast at dr cowan's episode here it'll be a link to phenomhpm.com and then that's where you can kind of book the appointments and, and that kind of stuff yeah and you'll get one of the one of your team somebody on the phenom team is going to uh respond to you on that kind of yeah, thing yeah and then the the mental was it did you say sports psychologist uh, yeah mental performance coach is kind of like the title but yeah, just the mental game is so important with, with people. And, and most of our patients aren't athletes. Like people always talk about some of the high profile 
people we work with, probably like 80% of our patient base is non-athletes, just people who want to feel better and function better. Um, and then mental focus for work, dealing with stress, how to handle different situations. She's fantastic for, for teaching you strategies, you know, breath work, how to control your nervous system, you know. And is there one entrance point for all new patients into your Mm -hmm. clinic that you Mm kind of take them all in at the same point and kind of go through things with them? Yeah. So you have a process to bring them in. Yeah. We have, it's called the phenol method is our process name, but we basically go through and look for, we have a detailed questionnaire you do first. We're looking for certain issues. Um, Our kind of whole strategy is like assess, correct, and then optimize. Kind of how you were saying earlier, Nick, like you don't want to jump right to optimize without like correcting Take some these of pills. Yeah. yeah. You want to fix a few things and would book, be nice. If it was it that really way, would right? be. Yeah. 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 And certain things we can do that. Like if you needed to just like, let's say you just started with me today and like, hey, look, I got a huge meeting tomorrow. What can I do? We'd give you a couple of those strategies Jeez. that will work. Yeah. yeah a couple yeah, of the yeah. cheat codes to give yeah. you, to give you the boost, but that's great. That's all I want. Yeah. 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 You just started smiling. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the cheat code. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Dr. Khan. Always. We're yeah. really grateful. Thank you so much. This was great. Thank you guys. Hey everyone, so hopefully you enjoyed that episode. You can check out Dr. Cowan's stuff at www.phenomhpm.com. So that's phenomhpm.com. And if you're listening to this and you want access to the different videos we put out about real estate investing and monetary policy and all, all fun stuff, you can check that out at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. That's www.youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. Until next time, your life your terms.